welcome back to Beach Theory. You're welcome. Okay, you can win this time. <laughs> You're not you. the only one with belching skills, <laughs> even though you'd like to think that's the case. <laughs> you should pull the microphone in front of you so that that way it's right there. You'd think this after 500 episodes we'd... No, it's going to fall. I know, it is a little bit glitchy. Our microphones... I wish we had like a set studio where the microphones would just be like maybe mounted to the table or something. Yeah, one day, guys. We'll get there one day. Oh, okay. Got it. Is that, is that working? It's working. For now? Yep. So it falls over in mid-podcast? That's okay. I'll fix it if it does. How are you guys? Welcome to Beach Theory. This is episode seven of season two. Yeah. And we've got a fantastic show for you guys today. Something incredible has happened. It's literally a miracle, and I can't <laughs> get over how amazing... Is it the is it the thing that happened with, since we recorded the last podcast? No, it's that we woke up early today. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about Disney Plus. Well, I I was introduced to melatonin a while ago, um, but I haven't taken it because I was like, well, what if I get addicted or something? But I what if I can't sleep without it? What if I can't sleep without it? And I was like, right. well, you know what? I heard some positive feedback from some people who I really trust about it. And I was like, you know, I think I'm going to try it again. And last night I took it and I was able to fall asleep at 1030 and we got up at 630 feeling completely rested. That was the weirdest thing. I woke up. At, I remember looking at my yeah. phone and being like, it's six. The sun's not up. This is new. And I was like, just laying there thinking I could probably get up right now. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could. And I remember laying there for about 15 minutes there this morning. And then I was like, I wonder if Becca's awake. I was awake. Becca? I woke up to feed the baby. I was like, I think I want to get up. And you're like, I think I want to get up too. Yeah. That was weird. And then we were up before the sun. Because the sun, sun half an hour before the sun came up, we were awake. And that is incredible. That's a miracle. That doesn't happen with us. Like, ask anyone who's come to stay with us. We always (laughs) sleep in later than them. Like, always. I feel like you're talking quieter than oh. usual just because Max is right next to you. Maybe. Yeah. That's going to be bad for the audio. So, so anyways. Don't be bashful. I feel so happy today because I literally got up, got dressed in my exercise outfit, exercised, came upstairs, got breakfast, took all of the stuff that I needed to take, which was a lot of vitamins, and got my makeup on and everything. And then we filmed the podcast already. And what time is it? We're not even awake it's by this time. not even 10 a.m. This is usually when we're getting out of bed. Yeah. That's incredible. That It is a miracle. I'm telling you. Well, it was and interesting. And like, I was thinking, even if I end up having a dependency on melatonin, which I don't think I will. No. I, that was something I looked up and they were yeah, like, no, it's fine. not an addictive thing. Um, but I was like, even if I did, would it be worth it so that I could have this life of like, you know, <laughs> like getting up early and being more productive than ever before? Well, I think it'll be worth it. <laughs> one of the hardest things for me, like if I try to get into a better sleep schedule is I know that I have to go to bed earlier. Yeah. And a lot of times my body is just like, no, I'm not tired yet. Well, that's why melatonin and so is so good. That's the thing is like I lay down in bed and I'm like, I'm going to go to bed at 10 tonight. I lay down and I am awake until 4 a.m. because mm-hmm. I tried to go to bed too early. My body's punishing me for trying to go to bed too early. And I can tell you what I'm realizing. But is I didn't take any melatonin last night. 
Yeah, and I, I think, only took sunset. And I was thinking, you know, I think I will be fine if I don't take it as long as I got up early that day. I think I, I will be normally like tired. I hope that's what I'm crossing my fingers for. And if I don't, if I'm not, then I'll just take some. Do you get what I'm saying? What? I went to bed at ten last night, and I didn't take melatonin. I only took sunset. That's amazing. That's and I was miracle. able to fall asleep. I'm telling you. Yeah. <sighs> but we were talking about you. that's why <laughs> it's easier to go to sleep when you're next to me <laughs> but we were talking last night we're like okay it's getting dark at like 5 p.m we have we like if we get up at 10 or if we don't get started till noon or one because we go work out in the mornings like we're gonna yeah, totally gym. miss like we're only gonna have four hours of film time and that's uh-huh. not enough it's to be as productive as we need to be. So we're going to have to get up earlier, which mm-hmm. means we have to go to bed earlier. Uh-huh. And so then we just So we had it. to talk with the kids. I was like, listen, you guys have to go to bed. Because a lot of the time, and I'm not just trying to like push blame on them, but like a lot of the time when I am ready to go to bed, they aren't. And right. then I feel like I can't go to sleep if my kids are awake. I just, it's like scary to me because i'm like what if they go outside or do something crazy like i want to be awake when they're awake and i've always been that way i can't fall asleep if they're still awake right unless he's like taking care of them and i really need to sleep or something but oh it scares me so i we had a talk with them we were like you guys have got to go to bed tonight earlier than normal because we are too and i said do you guys want to see us in the morning like (laughs) because they usually don't they usually don't. We usually get up and go to the gym mm. and come home and, and it's noon. Usually when we get up in the morning, they are already have been up for a couple hours. Yep. And it's usually because they're screaming that makes us get out of bed. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's not a very healthy, good No, it's not healthy live, at all. But we have, I and I can tell you, I have felt guilty like oh no you know it's my problem my i've always slept in i've always stayed up late that's just how i am and that is legitimately how i am wired i'm not gonna say that it's not Mm -hmm. but what i learned by starting to take melatonin is the tired that i feel when i take melatonin is how i naturally feel in the morning i don't feel that way at night i don't get tired at night i don't I don't get tired like normal people do mm-hmm. until like maybe 5 a.m. And so there's a lot of times where I have stayed up till 5 a.m. because it's like I'm wide awake. I have so much energy at night. I don't have energy in the mornings and that's me naturally. So taking melatonin is so weird because when I take it, I'm like, I feel tired. This is incredible. <laughs> I never feel tired at night. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I just have to force myself to close my eyes and try anyway. And it's like, it goes against my nature. So to do this, it's like completely changing my life, I think. I hope I hope I can just keep doing this. We're celebrating having done it one day. I know. But We're probably, <laughs> you know, <laughs> counting our chickens before they hatch. But, you know, I'm happy about it. Even if it's just one day, I'm grateful. One it's day a success. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. You should be proud. And I want to keep doing it. That's the thing. I don't want to give up. But. I keep trying. Anyway. That's what's going on <laughs> in our life right now. And now let's talk about what the topic of today's podcast is. Where are you going? I what? dropped my wedding ring. I always play with it because it's a little rubber one. It's, it's a <laughs> and I drop thing, it. Yeah. <laughs> I like to fiddle with things. So I want to talk today about. Um, I don't really feel like I have any other things interesting enough to talk about from when we lived in Pine Hills. And so right before my fifth grade year, we moved to Apopka, 
and we moved into I, th- I think we needed a bigger house because at the time we had a lot of kids we had five boys or four boys it was me matthew marshall and johnny and we were all in one bedroom and we had missy and melanie in one bedroom and they were teenagers oh wow and we had my parents in their own room and then my mom was pregnant with <laughs> with another girl and so my parents at this point were like i think we need a bigger house <laughs> um and so we moved to a popka <coughs> and uh i remember <coughs> Ooh, sorry <laughs> i'm allergic to this story <laughs> <laughs> i remember when we found this house it was like so it was on an acre lot in the middle of nowhere and it was surrounded by trees all the way around the property and i remember the house itself was like there's a lot of dark brown wood colors the carpet was like this super dark green like forest green <laughs> looks color looks like a feel or it looks like a cabin or something on the inside yeah and it was just kind of just dirty, old, like it hadn't been lived in for a couple years. Really? Yeah. And uh, we saw a lot of spider webs and oh, spiders in the house. Oh, there was a lot of spiders in that house. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember the house and thinking, wow, this thing is huge. Because it had so many bedrooms and it had a loft. It had an upstairs. It which did was not like, have so many bedrooms. It had three bedrooms but and to, a loft. It had my parents' bedroom, but it had like a lot of spare, like extra rooms, just extra like Space. miscellaneous rooms. I remember walking from the kitchen into the laundry room, into the extra room, and then the garage, and then there was a big room off the garage. Like it was just kept going and going. And I remember thinking, and as a kid, I was 10, you know, I was almost well, I 11. I guess the big room off the garage. That was there before you got there? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I remember thinking, this house is like massive this is going to be so awesome and it has a huge yard you know just like this awesome dream fun i guess house. that room off the garage would make it so there's like one two three four rooms and a loft so yeah i guess it is bigger but then there's was, there was room off my parents bedroom oh yeah and that was like a full full-on room oh you use that like a bedroom uh-huh that was oh. a bedroom for a while okay um and but then it's we like at her art room it is now. Okay. Or, or it, was. it was. Yeah. And then there's a loft, which that was a bedroom. Okay. For a okay, long time. Okay, so there was kind of a lot of bedrooms. There was. There okay. was a lot. <laughs> in my mind, it's like gotten smaller. I don't know why. Probably because <laughs> the house we're living in right now. Maybe. <laughs> but also, the, the house when we moved into it, Becca, it was a lot different than when you started it. Like, than when you saw it. Oh, yeah. Like, when we moved in, it was different. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, so we moved into that house, and I remember before we moved in, my parents, because they don't like bugs, they had the house tented. Oh, yeah. And so they ha- it looked like a circus. They just covered the entire house with this Giant big tarp. circus tent It thing. looked like a circus tent in the middle of the woods. And bombed and, it. And then they just fumigated the whole house to kill all the bugs, and then... That was like one of the prerequisites for us buying the house. You're like, well, we can't buy that. <laughs> Not until you kill all the spiders all the and bugs inside. Because it was, like I said, it was in the middle of the woods in Florida. Yeah. Empty for like a year. Yeah. So it's going to be full of bugs. Filled. Um, even when we were living there, we saw bugs all the time. Mm-hmm. But Oh, it was so filled with spiders. <laughs> that was the house I grew up in. That was my teenage years house. Yeah. And I lived there all the way up until I was an adult. And it was a good home. Like we did a lot of improvements. I remember one of the first things we did was we exchanged a lot of the old ceiling fans and the old light fixtures for newer light fixtures. We painted a lot. 
my mom got rid of all the brown baseboards and trim and she put in white baseboards and white trim and we got rid of the yucky green carpet and we put in this like nice gray like uh colorful it was it was like white carpet with like little specks of colors all throughout it so that when the kids spilled stuff on it it would not look like it could like go it weeks then. without vacuuming <laughs> and you would never know that it was dirty it was amazing <laughs> That's the kind of carpet we need. (laughs) Uh, But that was a good home. And I I was getting ready to go in the fifth grade. And I was like, you know, I don't want to go to another school for the fifth grade. And then go to another school for public school, middle school in the sixth grade. And so I was like, I'm just going to do homeschool again. So when we moved there, I started doing homeschool again. If you would have stayed in Pine Hills, do you think you would have kept going to school there? Yeah. Yeah, in fact, I was planning on it, and I even got invited to be, like, on the honor roll, like, fancy class. I never got that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I was, like, I was on the highway to success. (laughs) What years was this? (laughs) This was 97. Still 97? We moved in, oh, it would have been 97, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I feel like in 97, a lot of things happened for you. And 97 for me... Yeah, this is in August of 97 when we moved. And in 97 for me, it was like not a lot of stuff was happening. But in 99, a lot of stuff happened for me. You never talked about your baptism. Oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> it was on the list like that was something oh, big yeah. you wanted to actually talk about. Uh-huh. I don't know what you wanted to say about it. Well, in 1998... I got baptized into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And um, all I really remember about it was I felt cl- very clean after. Just like, oh, all my sins are washed away, you know. And um, I remember everybody would ask me, how was your baptism? How was your baptism afterwards? And I didn't really know what to say. So I just said, the water went whoosh, whoosh. I just said that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good answer. Um, I remember being disappointed, (laughs) though, because um, my older siblings, anytime they got a baptism, I remember, like, my grandma coming and my aunts and uncles coming and all these people coming. And then when I had my baptism... By the time it gets to the fourth kid, everyone's like... No one came (laughs) except for my family. And I was like... And I think I remember them all getting like presents and like lots of people coming over and it was like this big celebration (laughs) and I didn't get that. I was so disappointed. I was like, everyone else in my family got that except for me. (laughs) I need a makeup party. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. But it's interesting. Becca's baptism party celebrated (gasps) it at 30 years old. Yay! I got baptized (laughs) when I was eight. Just a really late party. You know, but that makes me think, I want to have empathy for when our kids are like, what? I mean, James got the most amazing birthday when he turned eight. And Corbin is about to turn eight. And it's so much harder to celebrate Corbin's birthday only because it is four days before Christmas. We need to do something <laughs> really awesome for I his know. birthday. I know. I was thinking. Wait, was it James's eighth birthday? Yes, that we did the giant treasure hunt for him. Oh, my gosh. And, like, all the amazing things uh, that we did. Okay. I need to plan a treasure hunt yes, for Corbin's eighth do. birthday. I mean, we, we, now we have to do it for every kid's eighth <laughs> birthday or else oh, somebody's you know going to feel bad. Yeah, that's a good idea. What should we do? I don't know. 
He's, he's a lot harder to James. Is I like, know James, James tells James you everything like, he wants. Yeah, he he's incessant about everything on his list, that the things that he wants to buy, and that he wants to say like. He's got his life planned out. And yeah. so it's easy to know. Like, and Corbin where, where just kind of follows him. Yeah. Corbin just goes with the flow, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, but, but then it makes it a lot harder to be like, individually, what would you want just for you? He's like, well, like he doesn't really know. Because he's kind of go with the flow. You almost have to think like, what's something different? What's something yeah. that he's never, and then that you, he would and never then think And then it's of? also a wild card. Because what if James doesn't like it? Then he won't like it. You know? What if? For Corbin's birthday, we did like one of those indoor skydiving things. I bet he'd love it. Oh, maybe. Or maybe he wouldn't. Max is next to us in the stroller. He might go for it. Because Corbin is not afraid of heights. We did the ropes course and Corbin did the whole thing oh, twice all by himself. That's true. But James is terrified. Like, <laughs> so Corbin might be like, yeah, this is the coolest thing That would be cool. You know? Hey, we're going to probably hit a million subscribers too soon. Right around We then. should do indoor skydiving. Because I said I was going to do skydiving. I remember uh, years ago when we first started YouTube, I said, if we ever hit a million we, subscribers, when we hit a million subscribers, I'm going to go skydiving. We knew we were going to. It was just a matter of how long it would take. indoor skydiving. Yes. Hey, you did you what you said. With. I would totally do indoor skydiving. Okay. But <laughs> just you, me, and Corbin maybe. That would be fun. Because it's Corbin's birthday. Corbin doesn't know about any of this that we're talking about. Anything, so don't it. tell him. Okay. And that'll be like the finale for the whole day because I want to do a bunch of other fun stuff. With yeah. It's got to be, you know, the same thing where it's like he and i think we even had a birthday party for him like at the end of the day and there was a treasure chest in the middle of his cake and when he cut open his cake he saw the treasure chest open it and there and was, was a key, key to a four-wheeler wheeler yeah. that we rented oh my goodness i can't believe that was his eighth that birthday that was his eighth birthday we like overdid it overkill and we totally but, did. but it was for the video <laughs> and for his birthday we had multiple reasons to do that but so now i'm like great now we have to try and keep up with that well, i remember corbin <laughs> feeling like i want a really cool birthday and then we never did anything for yeah him. well it's so difficult when it's four days before christmas i almost want to like celebrate his half birthday or something else because well this is not on christmas i know there but it might as well be because by that time four days before christmas i can tell you no one is thinking about going to a birthday party <laughs> they're thinking about i gotta get my last minute shopping in i've gotta do christmas dinner i gotta do this and this and like caroling and all of the things that you want to go do it's like nobody's thinking about a birthday that's true well but don't let him hear you say well, hear me say that because i feel he's like not, he's not as he doesn't like understand how terrible of a time it is to have a birthday yet he doesn't ever need to know <laughs> We'll just be like, your birthday is the coolest time of year. Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, hard. James was like, I want to have the Tannerites over. And he had this yeah. list of people that he wanted. Corbin's not Basically, James social. kept asking for all these things. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Little did he know, I was actually writing down everything that he was asking for and trying my hardest to actually make it happen. Like every single thing that he asked for. What did we do for him this year? I feel like his birthday this year was know. meh. But I was sick from being pregnant and That's just right. miserable. And so. I was probably like, you know what? Not every birthday is going to be a celebration. Yeah, we have said so that, you know. It is what it is. We can't do a birthday party every single time. I remember my mom saying that to me. 
Ellie's birthday is the day after Halloween. That's also kind of a crappy time to have a birthday. <laughs> Mine's four days after Halloween. <laughs> yeah, but four days is still a little bit better. <laughs> Just like avoid the major holidays, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the best time to have birthdays. <laughs> so no Valentine's babies. Because hey. otherwise the baby will be born right Guess around Guess what I holidays. found out about Michael? He was, cons- his mom's going to hate me for a second. Then don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> don't even worry about it. Nine, all I you have to say is nine months before my birthday was Valentine's Day. That's all yep. you got to say. That's all you I... You don't have to use any other words. Yep. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> my mom listens out. to these podcasts. She's going to be embarrassed. Oh. Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> or she'll be proud. I don't know. One of the... <laughs> proud. <laughs> I think we've actually mentioned that to her before. And, and she, she just laughed. She blushed really bad. <laughs> Anyway, so 1997, we moved, we moved to Apopka. um, And one of the things that happened very soon after we moved was I got braces. And because my teeth were just all sorts of crazy. Yeah, that's true. He had very crazy teeth. I had a crown on one of my teeth because I had a silver crown. Did you know that? On one of my teeth when I was a kid, I had a silver crown. Lucky. And it was like, I ring, I ring, you know, ghetto <laughs> gangster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember when that tooth fell out and that was weird because it was silver. But I had a silver You're tooth. like, this one's worth more, so I better get a five. <laughs> a $5 bill. <laughs> I think one. I remember saying something like that. Is this one worth more? Because it, it has silver no. on it. Silver is kind of expensive. At least my parents didn't forget I about it. I wish us. they would give you how much money they spent on your dental. <laughs> on every tooth. Like, this one had seven cavities Actually, had, in it. Now, I want all the money that went into I had a lot of paying teeth. for this tooth. <laughs> I had a lot of teeth that I had to get pulled when I got braces. Yeah. Um, they were baby teeth, but they had to pull them out. Oh. And so I remember... Wait, like, so how old were you? I was 11. Okay. James um, is almost 10. That's going to be weird for him to have braces. And also... I think my parents got my braces for me too early. Really? I had them for four years. Why? Because my teeth weren't ready. Like, they, were, they still had to grow in. I wasn't uh, there yet. And so oh. to take them off when they did it was like my teeth were still growing my mouth was still changing and so to get braces that early it's like you're gonna have them through most of your teenage years because your teeth it, it really was just a matter of waiting for oh. them to grow in. and I, I think they got them for me so early because like i mentioned in the last podcast i think um i didn't have very good self-esteem oh because yeah. of the way that i looked did you ask for braces probably yeah um, it's like you with glasses. You're like, I want to have glasses. That's glasses. cool. <laughs> well, I never wanted glasses, but I wanted braces because that's cool. You yeah. know. And I remember asking for that. And I think um, my mom was probably like, this will make him happy. This will make him feel better about himself, give him better self-esteem. He's going to have a beautiful smile. So, Did your sisters have braces? Nobody else had braces. No one in your whole family had braces but you? Not when I was growing up. Whoa. I'm telling you, like, I think it was a, I think my mom was really worried about me. Oh. I think that's why she got them for me. But now looking back, I'm like, I should have waited because I had braces for so many years yeah. and they are not fun. Oh, they're very <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. But well, it, now they have like those Invisaligners or whatever. I think that what they do is 
maybe I'm wrong, but they take like a mold of your teeth. Yeah. And then they 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 know where you they want your teeth to be. Uh huh. And then they like progressively give you different. With the Invisalign. To stuff. actually slowly move your teeth into yeah. that position. Yeah. Which I think is brilliant. Totally. It's great. And in fact, I remember because I had the bu- big buck teeth. I remember someone saying. When you're watching TV, just put your finger on your <laughs> teeth and just hold it there while you're, you know, really? just... Really? Did you do that? For a little while. You're like... Just kind of, you know, like just push them back yourself slowly. Just kind of get into the habit of just pushing your teeth back. Interesting. As a way of moving them on your own. Huh. And I remember thinking, okay. And I tried it and it was like, this is hard and I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember Jennifer saying, because we have round faces in our family, always stick your tongue between your teeth. So that it looks like your face is longer than it actually is. (laughs) So to this day, I still do that when I'm not thinking about it. Like I'll just do that. (laughs) Stick my tongue between my teeth. Such a pretty face. So my face is more oval and not so round. (laughs) I think it's funny because I was thinking about that the other day, thinking, well. That one little sentence made a lot of a difference in my life. <laughs> it's know? amazing how we remember single sentences yeah. and we take out with us through our whole life. Uh-huh. And it's like our life is built like upon forms that. Us. And other ones, it's like and see, this is why I feel I feel weird. Um okay. There have been some things that people have said not even thinking that have affected me so badly. Yeah. And then I've later like come to them and been like, do you remember when you said this to me? And they were like, no. And I'm like, oh, that like affected me really badly. They don't even remember they saying it. They don't even it. remember <laughs> saying it. And then I'm like, holy cow, what if there's a whole bunch of those that I've said that I can't even remember saying that really affected people and i said in passing not even thinking and that's why i'm like huh i wonder it's why this is the reason why it's good not to judge people so much because you don't know why they're doing you know why why they're doing what they're doing or if they really truly meant things that they said or if they're just gonna forget them the second they say them and then you're gonna hang on to something your whole life and not recover from it you know Mm -hmm. oh it's so weird this podcast has been all over the place this one has <laughs> that's okay though like yeah. that's what happened in our life at that time and um there's one other story i want to tell you and by the way i've never had braces you don't need them but i've never needed braces and everybody always used to say when did you have braces and i was like i never had braces so because of your genetics and your perfect teeth maybe our kids have a chance <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed Charlie's teeth are not buck teeth. Yeah. Like James and Corbin kind of have that a little bit. And I never want to like point it out either. Because well, I feel like. To. It doesn't matter. Like you're right. It doesn't matter. But I think kids point those out. Like mm. kids, other kids say mean things. And I've been like Smile, crossing my like fingers. This. I know that some of our kids, their top teeth completely cover their bottom teeth. Like if Corbin smiles like this. Uh-huh. You can't even see his bottom teeth because his top teeth completely covered. Really? Yeah. They're probably going to need some major braces. He's though. only seven. Let's wait until he gets Oh, I know. I'm not see. I'm not saying now. I'm things just saying change. they are probably going to <laughs> later. One of the things that I had with my braces was a, a palate splitter on the roof of my mouth. Because my the shape of my mouth on the top was too narrow. 
And so I had to widen my teeth like this so that there was space for teeth to grow in or whatever. Hmm, interesting. Um, have you looked at our kids' mouths to see if they have that? Well, I don't think it's you something you can tell see? just by looking oh, at it. Okay. I mean, it's probably millimeters off. Oh, such okay. a small change that only a dentist or orthodontist would even know. Oh, okay. Um, but I had a palate splitter and it, it connected to a bunch of my teeth in the back with little rings around my teeth. And then it had a little, it was just a little plate on the roof of my mouth. And every night or every other night or every third night, I don't remember how often, my mom would take a little key and I'd lay on my back and I'd open up my mouth as wide as I could and she'd take a key and she'd put it into the top of the palate splitter and she'd twist it a quarter turn or a full turn, I don't know how much. And it would it would create pressure pushing outward. On oh, that just sounds painful. On the, on the teeth. So it was like widening my entire mouth on the roof of my mouth, the whole palate would have to get pushed open wider and wider. Wow. And I remember after she would do that, I would have a little bit of a headache for a little while because it was causing that pressure on the bones inside my mouth yeah. to open up. Wow. And looking back, I'm like, I was only like 11 or 12. Like I wasn't even fully developed or grown. Yeah. You know, maybe that would have happened automatically. <laughs> yeah, you know, point. I think I was just too impatient and yeah. I, I kind of wish I'd just wait a little well, while. Well, I mean, you know? if you had waited, do you think you still would have had your braces on for four years? Because yeah, Jared... No. no, I wouldn't have. Because Jared still had to have his braces on for that long. And he just got them off right before he went on his mission. What was he waiting for, though? He was waiting for his teeth to be fixed. To finish growing in? or No, to just be put in the right place. But they only had their braces for like a year or two years. No longer yeah. it had to be longer than that. <laughs> well anyways jared and shinaway in my family were actually the only ones that ever got braces no and it's sad because i think jennifer needed braces andrew needed braces a lot of your siblings needed braces a lot of my siblings needed braces and the only reason why jared and shinaway got it was because your parents had the right insurance at yes. the right time yep it's not that they were loved anymore no, it was no. just like hey we have insurance hey it's covered hey mm -hmm. give them braces you yeah know? and it was everyone else like, has moved out i just remember thinking whoa they got braces <laughs> they're so spoiled no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i didn't think that but i just thought wow that's incredible nobody else got braces like and that would have made a big impact i think on my other siblings to be able to get braces there's just been a lot of things i think that you know braces to you was probably just an everyday normal thing and if you had bad teeth you got braces but well, like i was the only one in my family that got them so it was not like a them. big deal i mean it wasn't like a normal everyday thing. Like it was a pretty big deal. Okay. But like, I just looking back now, I'm like, man, why did we really do that? Like, was it really just to make me feel better about myself? You got to talk to your mom. She'll call you. <laughs> She'll listen to this and call you. Well, just cause <laughs> I'm thinking about kids. Like when you're a kid, your life is now. And that's all that your life is. I feel like, like you don't have a long-term perspective. There must have been a lot of kids that said stuff like maybe. buck teeth or something. Or maybe I said something to my mom and don't remember. Mm. I think no, I'm saying like maybe kids were making fun of you about that. Right. And you just... I know. And maybe I complained to my mom about it yeah. and I just don't remember. Oh, yeah. Um, I have to say, though, there is something that is interesting to me about how most of my family didn't get braces. Most of my family didn't get anything extra besides like life-threatening care like if somebody oh. like if we broke an arm we we went to the hospital if we had a questionable mole 
no, we didn't do anything about it. Or like, I mean, and that was when we couldn't do anything about it. It wasn't because we didn't want to. Right. But I feel like because of that way of living in so many ways, I don't know what I, what can be done for things. Like, I didn't know that you could get moles removed for a long time. Or I didn't know that you could get your teeth fixed perfectly. Or if you, like, in some ways, things about our body that's just how it's always going to be because I don't, I wasn't raised and this was unintentional, but I wasn't raised with the mindset of things can be fixed Mm. with our bodies. It was like, well, some people are unlucky, (laughs) you know, like that's just how I felt like that's how they have to live for the rest of their life. And I actually think it's kind of trickled down to with my kids too. Like, I think that I have some moles I need to get checked on them and like, but th- these are all things that I wasn't taught how to do. So it's kind of new to me. And it's like this new, I don't know, to look at my kids and go, like, I don't know how to fix acne. Like every commercial for acne or whatever, I'm like, lies, lies, because I just think nothing works. But like, I'm pretty sure there's stuff out there that actually works, but I've just have never seen that. I know it works. Eat healthy. <laughs> wash but your you face know I mean? other than that like i mean drink a lot of water like there's just it's just toxins is all it is and it just affects people differently but some people can't even if they do that like can't get rid of it yeah i'm just i just think it's interesting because those are things i don't know or that i hadn't been taught and i'm discovering them now and i'm like oh i didn't know i could do anything about that oh like a surgery for an ingrown toe like that's some people don't know you can have surgery and get it fixed and like you've never had it i know but like i <laughs> i had that i had a friend who just found that out okay. and it reminded me of this about how i've just been raised in this way of not even realizing there's things i can do for these inconveniences in life or like imperfections imperfections in life not Plastic that i want surgery. to like tattoo your eyebrows it's totally fine oh, stop <laughs> I've been toying with the idea of getting my eyebrows microbladed, which is, uh, it's like temporary. It's not like a permanent thing for the rest of my life. It's like a one year thing. And I'm like, don't do it. You're perfect just the way you are. <laughs> and I still am deciding for myself whether you say that or not. <laughs> but because I have a friend who does it, we might do a trade. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. This is part of what it is though. Like, um, some of the things are just ways to take care of yourself. They're not like changing your body. It's just ways that I didn't know how to do the things. And like, I remember looking at girls in high school and thinking things as simple as how is her hair so shiny? Like it's so shiny and it's so straight and so perfect. And like, I didn't have a hair straightener or like I found out, oh, I can straighten my hair. Like um, I don't know. I was just kind of a raggedy little kid. <laughs> yep. Like you see any pictures of me as a little kid, my hair is like Ellie's. It's just kind of like poof everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember Andrew saying, you should brush your hair. It's disgusting. And I was like, that's so rude. But it was hard to brush my hair because there's knots in it. <laughs> and it was long. And when you're a little kid, you don't have the dexterity to be able to do anything like and that without I would, I, pain. I remember I would, throw a big fit when my mom tried to brush my hair because it hurt so bad yeah. and the same thing with ellie like oh detangling spray didn't have that as a kid i don't remember ever having that that's something like all these little helpful things 
You learn a lot as you grow up, huh? Yeah, I've learned a lot from marrying you. Like, there's a lot of things in your family that your family does. You're welcome. Like, you can hire people to do things. We never, ever, ever hired anyone to do anything. We always learned how to do it ourselves or didn't do it at all. Well, that's just how it went. When you go through bankruptcy and you're really poor that, and you've got a million kids, that's kind of just, you have to get by. So I feel like... I feel like there's been some times, though, where I have wanted to pull up Facebook and be like, guys, this is the way I am. This is the reason why I am the way I am. Like, this is my background. This is where I came from. Like, I feel like I'm doing pretty dang good compared to, like, where I came from. And it's not that I came from anywhere bad. Like, it's just that I came with a lack of knowledge, you know, like, from poverty. Yeah, I just didn't know how to do stuff. And, and... And the people I hung out with were the same type of people, you know, just didn't have a lot of money either. And so I just didn't understand people with a lot of money. And I didn't, I didn't, I thought badly of them because I thought they thought badly of me. And it was just weird. And I always want to just explain to people, hey, this is where I come from. If you, if I look like a hillbilly in a mansion, that's why. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but it's so accurate it's painfully accurate i'm like i don't know these things this is new to me like, but you're not just a hillbilly you've grown you've changed I have, you've I progressed have. you're a different person you know you i'm trying you've worked you know? hard for this this isn't was it wasn't just given to you yeah you know by dumb luck you've become the person like, that you needed to become so yeah. that you can live this kind of a lifestyle and like i will get better and I will learn how to wash windows. But you like have <laughs> respect because you, you came from humble beginnings, you know. You weren't oh, just yeah. born into this kind of a lifestyle, so. Well, and I think that actually is a really big part of me. I value different things, I think, because I haven't had a lot in and you've the had past. to work for everything that you do have. I mean, I remember going to my mom and saying, hey, I want to do band. And she was like or I want to do clarinet lessons. And she's like, I can't do lessons. And where we're at, it costs money to do to do that. So I was like, oh man, I guess I can't do that. And then the next school we went to, they had a free program that would rent your clarinet for you. And she said she didn't have any money to rent you, to rent a clarinet. So the, the free program was like, okay, now I can learn how to play the clarinet. And then I wanted to do cheerleading and I legitimately could not do it because we didn't have money. So that was kind of being held back from money, but it wasn't anyone's fault. It was just, that was our situation. And like, I guess in my mind, there's been so many things that I have wanted to do. I remember thinking in high school, I wish I could tell all the people that make fun of my clothes, this isn't what I want to wear. This isn't what I want to look like, but it's what I have to look like because I have no other choice. And then I wouldn't care. Like, and then maybe they wouldn't care so much or make fun of me. And and I remember being made fun of for the clothes that I wore because that was all that I had. It was hand-me-down from from either Jennifer, who was a different size than me, so it was, didn't fit me right, or it came from somebody else in our church that would be like, hey, I noticed... They wouldn't say it like that, but they would just be like, hey, here's some clothes that are really cute this, from yeah. somebody else. Do you think you could use it? And I... That was where I got my clothes. Like, we didn't get clothes unless I went out and got a job myself. And I know my mom would be like, you're making it sound so much worse than it is. But the thing is, that was my reality. And, like, 
she did her very best. I'm not saying, like, there were certain things that she did prioritize, like underwear and socks. But the rest was hand-me-downs or we earned it ourselves. And that's just what we had to do. It wasn't her choice. That's not what she, and that's the thing too. I wish she could have come out and been like, this isn't my choice. I'm doing the best I can. I wish I could do better, but this is the best I can do. So I, in that way, even still to this day, I want to like, just tell everybody, stop judging. You don't know why. Like, I didn't wear those clothes. I didn't look that way. I didn't, (sighs) I did the best with what I had. And that's all I could do at the time. That's all I knew how to do. Even if I, even if there was more possibilities, I didn't know about them. I didn't know what else to do. So that's what I did. You're amazing. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. I think that's it for today's episode. Wait. I know you're on a roll. (laughs) I just wanted to say (laughs) too, I think I already said this, but it's like, I really haven't had a chance to say this out loud. So it's like, I just need to repeat it. But just that same, hey, that's not why, you don't know the reason why um, I looked that certain way. And I just, I always have wanted to tell that to everybody and be like, hey, this is out of my control. I mean, I wish sometimes that I could rewind and look at what my life would be like if I could have done what I wanted to do. And I pretty much feel like I would have just done the same things I'm doing now, but then, mm-hmm. you know, like having a style is interesting because I've never had gotten to have a style before, like to pick my own. And as an adult, I'm starting to do that more often. Um, and then I realize maybe I'm putting, and then I feel like maybe I'm putting too much value on it because when I was a kid, I had to make do with what I had, but it also made me, I think it ga- it helped me with my confidence in a lot of ways because I had to be like, I love what I'm wearing, even if I didn't. <laughs> like I had to force myself to, to be confident in whatever I was doing, even if I really wasn't just so that I could protect myself. That's you learn the power of confidence. Even, yeah. even if you, if, even if you don't really feel that way, if you pretend yeah. that you're confident and that you like what you're wearing, that people will treat you with respect because of your confidence. Yeah. I learned that same lesson. Yeah. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. I remember my friends, my real friends like coming up to me and being like, why are you wearing that weird thing? And I would just be like, because it's cool. <laughs> and then they're like, well, and, like, and then next oh, week they're wearing is. that same thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I remember that type of thing happening. Um, and I, I actually specific, my, my friend was like, your skirt doesn't match with your shirt. And I was like, but I like it. I like it that way or something. And she said to this day, she still remembers that because she was like, what, what? You could do things that just because <laughs> you, you like do it. That? And in reality, that's not what I would have picked, but I made do with what I had. <laughs> and you just owned it. Yeah. You just got to own it. It's good. It's a good life lesson. And my kids are growing up a completely different way than I am, which is that's your than choice. I did. That that is my choice too, to have them grow up a completely different way. Is that what mm-hmm. you're saying? Oh, you're choosing to give them nice things. But it's bringing new challenges that I've never I never had as a kid, which is being spoiled. <laughs> well, here's the thing, if we weren't 
on camera all the time on video all the time i'd probably let m- them look homeless i'd probably <laughs> be like more inclined to just let them be dressed like that because it doesn't hurt them you know to to have to live that kind of a way in fact i think it teaches values um yeah, but because what's most important i don't know it's like we have to be presentable we don't want people to see our videos and be like ew they're trashy junk they probably think that anyway <laughs> maybe probably <laughs> especially when they look at me i like it this way <laughs> <laughs> I well, did it on purpose. Ah. <laughs> anyway, it's good though. I think they have nice clothes, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Honestly, so. I just don't want to have, and I know this is inevitable, but I don't want to change the values that I've learned from being poor while I'm living here. You know, I don't want this house or our belongings to make me. A different person yeah just because of the things like i often if we go to other people's houses i will the first thing i think when i go in their house is probably not what they think i think mm-hmm. like i bet you they're thinking in fact oftentimes they'll be like i'm so sorry our house is so small and they like are apologizing for all of these things it's not as nice as your house like they've even said that to me and i'm like that's not what i'm thinking the first thing i think when i go in to someone else's house is could I be happy living in this small of a place? Could I be happy living here? And if I say no, I've got a problem. Is that really what you think when I you go do. in people's houses? I do. Oh. I think, can I be happy with with whatever situation I I'm thrown think at? I always think their interior decorating is way better than ours. That's all. That's I- usually what I think too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really, I usually am like, okay, if I... If I get spoiled and I think, oh, I only like our house. I only like my bed. I only like this. I only like that. Like, that's me saying, I will tell myself, you're being spoiled right now. (laughs) Because if I can't live in an RV with five kids, if I can't live in a tiny house that's two bedrooms with five kids, if I can't see myself, visualize myself going through something really difficult and making it work, then I feel like I have no right living in this giant mansion. Because I'm ready at any point. The wrong things are making you happy. Yeah. Like, I feel like I want to be ready at any point to, if we lose this house, you know, if something crazy happened, I want to be ready at any point to live whatever life I have to and make the best with what I have, just like my parents did. Mm -hmm. I want to still, I, I really value the example that they showed me through making do with what they had over and over and over again and if i can't do that i see that as something wrong cool anyways uh, but i'm pertaining i'm like that's an uh, i'm talking about that with houses with clothes with anything like a car like i guess i just want to be able to do that i really value that as a talent and want to be able to continue doing that and live in that way of making do with whatever I have whenever I have it. Anyways. <laughs> I know I rambled on. You like to, you get on these rants and you just can't stop. That's what I value though, you know. I really value it's okay. That. I mean, there's nothing wrong with what you said. It's just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you what? Are you what? done? What, Michael? Is there anything wrong with I'm just kidding. Yes, I'm done. Alright, I'll let you wrap it up. I'm like wanting to go take a nap or something. What? I'm just Are kidding. you I'm kidding me? See, 
I told him that when he was talking. He was like, oh, how rude. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for joining us today with my rich versus poor rant. Okay, bye. <laughs> Is that it? Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> that was a great time. You can do better. Love than you guys that. so much. <laughs> no, I really do appreciate appreciate you guys listening, and hopefully, like this can shed some light on what we're thinking on the inside. And I just don't want to be judged wrongly. Yeah, and I don't want to judge other people wrongly either. Let's just all love each other and not care about what other people wear. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>